back at Simon Field, which at least for today is the home field for Walsall East. So the Evergreens are batting in the visitors' top of the sixth, leading 5 nothing. Noah Stroming, who got a three-up, three-down fifth, now faces the bottom part of the Everest order, 8-9-1. and one. Here's Davidowski to lead off for the Evergreens against Stroming. First ball swinging, bounced off the plate right back to the pitcher. Stroming throws over to first, one pitch and one out. Stroming's been good today. He's retired the first five batters that he's faced in relief of Lane Edis. So with Hayden Davidowski's bounce out, here's Preston Miller. Bounced into a fielder's choice and walked. Miller in the fourth, where the Evergreens had the bases loaded, got caught in a rundown overrunning third base. That was the first out of the inning on the bases. Takes ball one outside. One ball, no strikes. So Miller's got a base running mistake that he'd like to atone for. Nothing like getting back on base. Get that back. Takes a strike there, a ball, and a strike. You know, it's interesting. Look, it's early in the season, so a lot of times, I mean, coaches, managers don't know what they've got. But Noah Stroming has been a much better, more effective pitcher than Lane Yedis. So how might the game have looked different if it was Stroming who starts and Yedis on in relief? Inside, two balls and one strike. Coming home here, that's at the knees, called strike two. One out and nobody on top of the sixth inning. I mean, it's getting late for Walsall East. Evergreens four in the first and one in the second. Two, two pitches fouled off. We stay at two balls and two strikes. Once these spring sports seasons are over, it's kind of a summer of change around the Everest School District. 2-2 pitch. And there's a hit into center field. Right back through the originator, and Preston Miller gets himself aboard. Superintendent Christine Gilmore announcing her retirement. Evergreens will also have a new athletic director. Jim Seckel announcing his retirement as well. Mike Matthews to become the new Everest Athletic Director. Matthews has been around Everest for, forever and ever. Champion of girls sports, assistant girls basketball coach for many years. Fast pitch softball coach. Kyler Soppy, two walks and a hit takes strike one. thing to remember about Jim Seckel as we go through his final spring as athletic director. I mean, he came to us from a tiny, tiny school district. Came to us from Kadat. School district's got a couple of hundred kids. And the athletic program at Everest is just so much bigger. And it takes so many more people to run. And there are so many more sports. Just many, many more moving parts. Kyler Sapi takes strike two. One out and a man on first as we play the top of the sixth inning. Throw over to first. Actually just looked over to first. And Preston Miller dirties his uniform diving back. 0-2 pitch coming to Soppy. It's down low. Laid off. Ball and two strikes. 
Yeah, I mean, I think the athletic program at Kadat, I think in the fall, had two sports going, one for bo- two for boys, two for girls, and then two winter sports, and then two spring sports. And I mean, Everest, every time you look around, we're, we're adding new sports. Lacrosse, we're looking at you. Waiting now on a 1-2 pitch. Runners going, hit and runs on, swing and a miss. And the runner steals second base anyway. Soppy is the second out. He's down on strikes. It is Noah Stroming's second strikeout. But Preston Miller has stolen second and is in scoring position with two down for Wyatt Miles. Third baseman, Wyatt Miles. Wyatt has a bunt for a hit, a strikeout and a walk. Looking for a hit to the outfield to get another run in. Stroming's pitch to Miles outside. Eli Poggle saved his pitcher a wild pitch there. 5 nothing Everest, top of the sixth. Stroming leg kick home after looking back at that runner, and that's outside too, two balls and no strikes. Again, Stroming shouldn't really worry about the runner at second. Got to get Wyatt Miles here and get himself out of the inning. Stroming is looking for a third scoreless inning in relief. Behind 2-0, Wyatt Miles' green light fouls it back to the screen. 2-1. Going to see Wyatt Miles pitch soon enough. Not today, I don't think, with the way Nate Langman's been just going through the Wausau East lineup. Wyatt Miles was the winning pitcher and was on the mound for the Evergreens' last win of last season. A victory over Spash. High and away, three balls and one strike. Yeah, I mean, one of the nicest memories from last season. Who beat Stevens Point twice? Two out of three times last year. That'd be us. And one of them coming in the state sectional semifinals over in Marshfield. That's up high. Wyatt Miles has walked. Smash coach Craig Terpstra, who works the umpires and is just a tough customer from the first pitch to the final out. One of my memories from last season is, you know, again, we didn't shake hands at the end of the games because of COVID. Coach Terpstra leads his team over in front of the Everest dugout, takes off his cap, and bows to the Evergreens after we beat him last year. Love seeing a little more of that. Mm-mm. Here comes Chris Wiesman, a walk and two pop-outs. Again, I think that Everest and Smash are probably the two teams with the best pitching in the Valley Conference. And first ball swinging into right center field. It's a hit. And it's bobbled out there, too. This could bring around around. No, they're going to hold the lead runner at third. Bobbled in the outfield on Chris Wiesman's hit. And the lead runner, Preston Miller, will stay at third base. Wiesman's going to chug into second. You know what? An error's got to be assessed on that. It's a hit. But Wiesman wasn't going to get to second unless the ball was bobbled out there by Wyatt Stahl, the center fielder. So a hit and an error puts Wiesman at second base. And they'll use a courtesy runner here. And Preston Miller stays at third instead of coming all the way around. So here is Nate Langbin. Base is loaded. He bounced into a double play last time up. Got nothing from that. Now he hits with runners at second and third. Fouls the first pitch off for strike one. 
Wiesman's single is the seventh hit for the Evergreens today. Waiting on an 0-1 pitch to Nate Langbin. And this is popped up, lands in foul ground down the third base side. Langbin's down no balls and two strikes. We're going to be talking about Nate's pitching today. At the plate, he is 0-2. for 2. He did walk and score in the Evergreens' four-run first inning. Pitchers always talk about what they do when they've got the bats. I mean, he gets a hit here. He's going to talk about his two runs batted in. Pitch there is up high, one ball and two strikes. Nate Langbin, when he's been on the bump, has not allowed a hit and has 11 strikeouts. Waiting here on a 1-2 pitch. Runners at second and third, two out, swings and misses. Gets away from the catcher, going to have to throw down to first base, and they do. So Nate Langbin mm, has left five men on base in his 0-for-3 afternoon. No matter, it's the pitching that matters here. We're going to the bottom of the sixth, and Nate Langbin still got his no-hitter going. Let's see how that ends when we come right back on 93-9, the game. One run, two hits, one error, two left at the end of five and a half. East Sierra six, Wassa East zero. Uh, guys, how do we get that? How do we get the running? Well, single. Uh, we bobbled. We bobbled it. So it's on that. that Miller came in on that? Got yeah. it. Yeah. We should have. I mean, I'll give him a run RBI. Got it. Yeah. All right, here we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, and let me get my scorecard up to date. The Chris Wiesman single did bring in Preston Miller from third base back in the sixth inning. So our correct score is D.C. Everest 6, Walsall East nothing. 6 nothing now, Evergreen's leading. And Nate Langbin faces 8-9-1 in the sixth inning. And we've decided up here in the scorebook that uh, indeed Chris Wiesman gets an RBI single, even though he took an extra base on that bobble in center field. Here comes Evan Bridgewater. Bridgewater is the only lumberjack to reach base in today's game. Bridgewater walked back in the third inning. Otherwise, no traffic at all for Nate Langbin. Six outs away from the no-hitter. Langbin's leg kick to start off the bottom of the sixth inning, just like he looked at the very beginning of the game. Good velocity, fastball, strike one. Comes home again, misses just a little off the plate, one ball, one strike. I see that our retiring athletic director, Jim Seckel, has joined us in the press box, which means his ears must have been buzzing as we were talking about him earlier. Drops in for strike two, one ball and two strikes, which now necessitates that he will have to listen to the full podcast. Fifth inning around there.
A ball and two strikes. Langbin coming home, swing and a miss, strike three. So Bridgewater, who walked the first time, is a strikeout victim his second time up. That's 12 strikeouts for Nate Langbin. Colton Abraham struck out looking in the third inning. Again, so this is how Nate Langbin starts off his sophomore season, bidding for a no-hitter here, and a swing and a miss. Again, Colton Abraham just looked uncomfortable his first time at bat. See if things go any better this second time around. Oh, one pitch outside, one ball, one strike. Evergreen six runs on eight hits. All six of those runs are earned. No runs, no hits for Walsall East at the plate. Abraham swings and fouls that back. One ball and two strikes. Yeah, Walsall East today has put only four balls in play. Everything else retired via strikeout for Nate Langbin. He's working on another one here. He's ahead in the count. One ball and two strikes. Coming home with the leg kick. Swings at a high pitch that would have been a ball. Colton Abraham is down on strikes. Left fielder, Caden Worth. 13 strikeouts against one walk for Nate Langbin. To the top of the order, Caden Worth. So this is the first Wausau East Lumberjack who will actually see Langbin for a third time today. Mentioned that earlier in the podcast. In a seven-inning game, when there's just not a lot of traffic on the bases, some guys only get to hit twice. This is a ground ball, slow roller to third. Wyatt Miles got it, throws across, got it by a step. And the no-hitter stays in place on a close play at first base. Blue got that one right. Wyatt Miles had to sling that across the diamond on a slow roller from third, and Caden Worth is out. We're going to go to the seventh. D.C. Everest leading 6-0 on 93-9 the game. We head to the seventh and final inning. The Evergreens are leading Wausau East 6-0. Evergreens will bat here in the seventh, and then the drama will come in the bottom half of the inning as Nate Langbin will be bidding for a no-hitter. And Langbin just barely got the out that ended the sixth inning. Wyatt Miles, the third baseman. I mean, Wyatt's another pitcher. And knew that he had to throw a dart on a slowly rolling ground ball to third base. And Wyatt Miles, bang, bang at first base to retire Caden Worth. We've asked around the press box here, everyone saw it the way I was. That was a correct call out at first base by maybe half a step. Close, 
but called correctly. And no argument from Wausau East either. You know, every no-hitter, and it, you know, it's unknown yet, will Nate Langbin come out and get the final outs in the bottom half of this inning? We don't know that. But it seems like in every no-hitter, there is just that one play. There's the one play that is the difficult out. And there it came, the third out in the bottom of the sixth. New pitcher here for Warsaw East, J.T. Gorski, comes on in relief of Noah Stroming. Stroming was good, came in with the bases loaded and one out in the fourth inning and got Nate Langman to bounce into a double play. Gave up one run, two hits for Stroming. He struck out two and walked none. So Noah Stroming solid in relief. Here's Brock Babish, one for three. J.T. Gorski, right-hander. Gorski's a senior. First pitch to Brock Babish, off speed, low, ball one. I mean, if you could, the Evergreens are up 6 nothing. You, you, you would almost want to fast forward to the bottom half of the inning because that's the drama on is, is this going to end in a no-hit game or not. And here's a well-hit ball, left center field. This is going back. It is off the wall for a double for Brock Babish. I thought for a moment that that was going to leave the ballpark. Brock Babish hit that to the deepest part of Simon Field and got it up against the wall. A leadoff double for Brock Babish, who is two for four today. Pinch hitting for the designated hitter, number 23, Caden Kreitlow. Caden Kreitlow, who's been playing first base for the Evergreens, will hit for himself instead of the DH, Mitch Danielski. And he'll come to bat in an RBI spot. Lefty here takes down low for a ball. While I was getting up to see if that Brock Babish hit was going to stay in the ballpark, I will have to bend down to get my phone, which I promptly knocked on the floor. Samsung, solidly built. 1-0 pitch. Slow roller up the first baseline. Foul. Let's see if this is Caden Kreitlow's first official at-bat of the season. Yeah, it is. Kreitlow was up from the JV last year. Got a couple of chances to hit towards the later parts of the season. Again, left-handed bat. Played first base today. Nobody has seen a lot of action in the field for the Evergreens. That's for sure. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Kreitlow takes, strike two. A ball and two strikes. Evergreens with six runs and a leadoff double here in the seventh, looking for more. Kreitlow waits at one ball and two strikes. Gorski comes set, and he's coming home. And that is down low. Throw over to third runner, going safe. Brock Babish. How many stolen bases do we think big Brock Babish is going to have this year? Well, there he is. He's just stolen third base. And maybe the number is one. Maybe we've seen it right there. Back at the plate, it's two balls and two strikes. So now Caden Kreitlow's looking for contact. Put this ball in play. Two, two, pitch. Inside, not by much. Count goes full. Nick Cotter is scheduled to bat next. He's got two hits today. Let's see, who's in the two-hit club for the Evergreens? Well, it's uh, got two members. Brock Babish, who's waiting at third base. 
and Nick Cotter, who's on deck. Bounced off the plate to the pitcher, holds the runner, throws to first, and there's the out. Runner retreats to third base, and Nick Cotter will indeed take his turn. Neither team have a lot of reserve players. The Evergreens have only three on the bench. I would imagine soon some of the JVers will be finding their way over, see how they did today. Riley Pazer, I believe, is the third year as our JV coach. Riley's done a nice job. Loved him as a player, one of my favorites. Cotter takes strike one. I'll tell you what I like about Riley Pazer. You know, um, he was with the varsity for most of his sophomore year, wasn't all that good. Was a good defensive catcher, didn't hit all that much as a junior, and then progressed and built himself up into a nice player by his senior year and well-rounded. Just kind of stayed through the program and progressed steadily from one year to the next. Exactly what you like to see from high school athletes. Pitches down low to Nick Cotter. And Riley's got that nice, easy-going attitude that makes him a, a good choice to work with the JVers. And obviously he's having some success there. Pitches up high to Nick Cotter. Two balls and no strikes. Evergreens have a runner on third and a 6-0 lead with one out here in the top of the seventh. Again, the drama will come in the bottom of the seventh as Nate Lang uh, Langbin looks to complete a no-hitter. Two balls and a strike to Cotter. That bounces in front of the plate. Almost tried to score that runner from third. Bounced away a little bit from Eli Poggle. Not far enough. Three balls and a strike. <laughs> Conley likes squeeze here. 3-1. No. Instead, it is hit to center field. Going back and reaching up over the shoulder. A nice catch for Wyatt Stahl in center field. It is more than deep enough to score the run from third. So it'll be a sacrifice for Nick Cotter. Long fly out to center. And tagging and scoring is Brock Babish, making it 7-0 Everest. For the Evergreens, number 12, run, run batted in. For Nick Cotter. Noah Shimbalewski, Jr., will pinch hit here for Davidowski. Got two outs here, and now the bases are clear. Shimbalewski's a lefty, and the pitch is just outside from J.T. Gorski. Evergreen's getting single runs in the 6th and the 7th. 0-1 pitch to Shimaluski is down low. Two balls and no strikes. Preston Miller is scheduled to bat next, but I see that there'll be a pinch hitter for Preston if the inning continues. Two balls, no strikes, and there he is yeah, a little inside. Strike one. No? No, three balls, no strikes. Elijah Smith, who has been used as a pinch runner twice in the game, is going to bat if the inning continues, and it's three balls and no strikes. And that is outside, ball four. So Shimbalewski walks, and here comes Elijah Schmidt.
first varsity at bat for Elijah Schmidt? Maybe. I don't think I remember him batting last year. He's a junior. Right-handed batter takes strike one from J.T. Gorski. Again, Gorski's on in the seventh, third pitcher used by Walsall East. Pitch there is down low, a ball and a strike. As we look ahead to the bottom of the seventh, Nate Langman's going to have to work for his no-hitter. He will face two, three, and four in the Walsall East batting order. See if the Lumberjacks have a hit in there to break that up. Or if Nate Langbin will open up his sophomore year with a no-hitter. Only base runner he's allowed is a walk. 1-1 one, one pitch off the pitcher's glove and gets through a hit. Elijah Smith, I believe that's again Elijah's first varsity at bat. And if it is, a single. Runners on first and second. And Kyler Soppy will hit for the Evergreens. It's Everest's 10th hit tonight. Soppy today, two walks, a single, and a strikeout. He will bat for a fifth time in today's ballgame. But the Evergreens looking to build on a 7-0 lead. First pitch to Soppy, first time that he's facing Gorski, and it's up high, ball one. Again, the Evergreens would love a few more hits and a few more runs. All except for Nate Langbin, who I think would like to just get back out onto the mound and take care of business. 1-0 pitch is bounced well in front of home plate. Two balls and no strikes. And you really would prefer if your pitcher is just not sitting around waiting to go out there. You know what Bob Euchre used to say when he was called on to pinch hit. His manager would say, go out there and end this rally. <laughs> Maybe that's a little what the Evergreens are hoping for here. Swing and a foul ball. Two balls and one strike. You know, no wind today has made all the difference. It's been in the 40s all afternoon. But the wind's not blowing. It's made today manageable. Sapi is waiting on a 2-1 pitch. Long look in from J.T. Gorski, and now he steps out. Now Soppy steps out. Wyatt Miles, who is Nate Langbin's hero right now, with a good play over at third base defensively to keep the no-hitter intact. Wyatt Miles waits on deck. But there are two outs. See if Wyatt gets another turn. 2-1 pitch. Soppy takes a strike on the inside corner. 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, when we talk about the Everest defensive play of the game, that's not even close. It's the slow roller up the third base line that Wyatt Miles fielded and then threw sharply over to first base. Got the final out of the sixth inning and kept this no-hitter in place. Checked his swing. Foul ball. Towards the east dugout, we're going to need a new baseball or two. Two balls and two strikes, two outs. Evergreens have men on first and second. They've got another run in here in the top of the seventh inning. And lead 7-0. So the Evergreens sure look likely to get their first conference win. Evergreens and Lumberjacks here again Thursday. And then the Evergreens on the road for three games in two days. Tuesday 
uh, uh, Friday, beg your pardon, and then two more Saturday. 2-2 pitch, grounded off the plate, roller to short. Throwing across the diamond, it's down low, and the throw is wild. You know what? I think that Soppy would have would have beaten this anyway. One run will come in, two runs will come in. Soppy goes all the way to third base. You know what? I, I, I'm thinking Soppy may have beaten that out at first base. Maybe that's a hit, but then you got to assess the errors that allow him to go all the way to second and third. Two more runs come in. Got to kind of look around at the council of many brains here, see if they see that the way I did. Now they're going to score that an error. We're going to give that a straight error. Yeah, so two more runs are in. Soppy is on third base thanks to the throwing error there. Third baseman, Wyatt Miles. And the runs will be unearned. Just remember that old Mr. Conley is generous of heart. I had it as a hit and a two base error. But that's why the players love me and the other guys up here, you know, whatever. <laughs> Wyatt Miles will get a chance to hit now in a 9-0 game and takes a ball outside. Again, Nate Langman, you know, how do you normally handle these spots? Pitcher sits all by himself on the bench. Nobody else talks to him. Leave him alone. One ball, no strikes to Wyatt Miles. Pitch to him, fouled back. A ball and a strike. Wyatt laid down a bunt for a hit, walked twice, and struck out. And as we mentioned, is Nate Langbin's best friend on the team right now. One ball, one strike. A little bit high. Two balls and a strike. Chris Wiesman, one for three on deck, if... This long top of the seventh inning continues. Three runs in here in the Evergreens, seventh. And that's inside it, hit Wyatt Miles. Runner will not come in for third. This is a hit batsman. Runner's on first and third now. Soppy was breaking down the line like he thought that Wyatt Miles was going to skip out of the way and that that was going to go back to the backstop. Well, you know what? Chris Wiesman is the eighth man to bat here in the seventh inning. Wiesman's taking his time getting in. J.T. Gorski, this is his only inning of work. Again, Gorski's had an error committed behind him, so that hasn't helped the cause, but he's allowed two hits, walked a batter, and has hit a man, too. Wiesman takes strike one. If the inning continues, it's none other than Nate Langbin who will hit before he goes back out into the bottom of the seventh to pitch. No balls and a strike to Wiesman. Long set for Gorski, leg kick coming home. And this is popped up, center field going back, going back, and under it making the catch is Wyatt Stahl. The Evergreens send eight men to the plate, get three more runs. Our new score is 9 nothing. To the bottom of the seventh we go. Nate Langman will try and complete his no-hitter. We'll see how this one ends when we come right back.
We play seven inning games in high school baseball, and we're at the bottom of the seventh. Nate Langbin is bidding for a no-hitter, and he had to sit on the bench for a long time before he went out there to try and complete this bottom of the seventh inning. The Evergreens sent eight men to the plate in the top of the inning and scored three runs, nine-nothing. Thirteen strikeouts, one walk. No hits allowed by Nate Langbin. J.T. Gorski, Lane Yetis, and Eli Poggle are the three Lumberjacks who will try and break this thing up. Again, Walsall East just all afternoon has had nothing to work with. Nine-nothing Evergreens. All right, here we go, bottom of the seventh. Nate Langbin against J.T. Yetis, who has struck out both times. First ball swinging, and it's over. It's a hit just behind second base. J.T. Gorski leads off the seventh inning with a single. No doubt about it, first ball swinging. Kind of went off the lower part of the bat, but landed safely behind second base. Nothing to be done about that. And Wausau East has their first hit of the afternoon. Well, you know what? Let's go and get these final outs. It takes nothing away from a really great pitching performance from Nate Langman. Here's Lane Yetis, 0 for 2. Pitches on the inside corner, strike one. You know what? Nate Langman is going to pitch himself into many similar opportunities over his sophomore, junior, and senior year. This is just not going to be unfamiliar territory for this young man. Pitch there is outside, one ball and one strike. So after facing just one over the minimum, Walsaw East J.T. Gorski leads off and breaks up Nate Langbin's no-hitter. Throw over to first base. Runner is back. Only East's second base runner of the entire year. Entire season. Letus, the lefty 1-1 pitch, checked his swing, went too far. Ball and two strikes. Langbin didn't check the runner, fouled off. Letus just got a tip here. Again, 9 nothing, so you don't have to go through all of the mechanics. Evergreens have wrapped out 10 hits. I mean, you just feel sorry for Nate Langbin because you just thought that he'd have the opportunity for the no-no. And again, you've got to focus on all the positives. I mean, he's been a dominant pitcher today, and he's given up one hit. <laughs> What's not to like about that? It's outside. Two balls and two strikes to Lane Yetis. You know, when the Evergreens have been out in the field, it's been boring for some of our players. Not a lot of balls put in play today. And here's a ground ball to third. Wyatt Miles charges in, throws across the diamond, got him by a step. It's two nice plays at third base here for Wyatt Miles. I thought the other out that he had to get in the sixth inning was a tougher play and a little bit closer at first base. Lane Yetis is retired. Gorski advances to second on the ground out. Eli Poggle is 0 for 2. 
First time all day that Walsall East has put a man in scoring position. One out and a man on second. Langman shortens up the mechanic. Short leg kick comes home. Strike one. Langman's velocity still looks pretty good. I don't think he's quite throwing as fast as in the earlier innings, but still up there. Still a tough customer on the mound. Oh, one pitch. No, he's still throwing at full velocity. A lot of zip on that. <laughs> Down low, a ball and a strike. Noah Stroming is on deck for the Lumberjacks. And here's Nate Langman's 1-1 pitch. Hit him. So now there'll be runners at first and second. A hit batter puts two aboard. Because we always look at the positive, the double play is now in order, which would end the game. And out comes Dave Langbin for a talk with Nate Langbin. This is uncle to nephew. And Nate Langbin's afternoon will come to an end. I mean, now that the no-hitter is no longer in order, a pitching change makes sense here. This is early in the year. You want to manage the pitch counts. And this was really a good game for Nate Langbin. Again, I, I get the disappointment of we wanted to see the no-hitter, and that was broken up here. But Nate Langbin was fabulous today. Six and one-third innings. Thirteen strikeouts against one walk. He hit one batter. Wyatt Miles will move over from third base, and Wyatt Miles is going to look to get these final two outs. Wyatt Miles on in relief of Nate Langman with a 9 nothing game. Obviously, this is a non-save situation. Nate Langman gives way to Wyatt Miles. We will give you Nate Langbin's pitching line once we have it. He does leave two men on base. That's J.T. Gorski at second, who got the one hit for the Lumberjacks, and hit by a pitch, Eli Poggle. So Nate Langbin leaves, allowing just one hit, and he has not been scored on. And Wyatt Miles... Senior is completing his warm-up tosses. Boy, how time flies. I, it seems like I just remember, it, it seems like yesterday, that Wyatt Miles was a freshman. Remember when we saw him pitch for the first time down in Kenosha, came on in relief. Opening day game. It was a game that I was calling, not from a press box. They didn't have one there, right from behind home plate. Got a good look at Wyatt Miles' stuff. Here's Noah Stroming to face Wyatt Miles. One out here in the bottom of the seventh in a 9-0 Everest game. Wyatt Miles checks that runner at second base. Senior, high set, leg kick coming home. Down low, ball one. Stroming struck out in both of his plate appearances against Nate Langbin. And he'll be the first batter that Wyatt Miles faces. A ball and no strikes. Wyatt's coming home. Foul tipped. Strike one. One and one. Evergreens and Lumberjacks again Thursday.
Brock Babish would be the starting pitcher for the Evergreens then. Not sure who Walsall East will be going with. I think it's Aiden Dykstra, who's the transfer student, who may be the pitcher for Walsall East. Well, we'll see. We're 48 hours away from that. Checked his swing, didn't go around, gets away from the catcher, and the runners will advance. Two balls and a strike. Pitch was down low. It's a wild pitch. So now the Evergreens have to work a little bit to keep the shutout in place. And you know what? The Evergreens, sure, you don't play the infield in here. You want outs to get this game over. There's one out. So, I mean, a ball put in play here by Noah Stroming would get the Lumberjacks a run. Two balls, one strike, and that's slung down low. Sidearm delivery, almost sidearm delivery, three quarters. It's three balls and a strike. And Wyatt Miles, solid at third base. On in relief here, looking for these final two outs. Three balls, one strike. Leg kick, home, down low, and Wyatt Miles has walked the first batteries faced, and the bases are now loaded. Oliver Taharski will come up to hit. There's one out, bases loaded in this 9-0 game. And now the only suspense left is will the Evergreens get their shutout? I mean, it's the first time all afternoon that Warsaw East has really had any traffic to speak of on the bases. Full of lumberjacks. First pitch to Taharski, a little bit low, ball one. That's Gorski who has the only hit at third base. Eli Poggle, who was hit by a pitch, is at second, and Noah Stroming's at first. Full of lumberjacks here. Wyatt Miles pitch, foul tipped, one ball and one strike. Taharski struck out both of his plate appearances against Nate Langbin. I'm sure he's happy to see someone other than Nate Langbin here. Pitch there is outside, two balls and one strike. Nine nothing. Can't imagine the Evergreens not getting a victory here. There's a strike, two balls and two strikes. Think we're a two and two here? Yes, sir. Strikeout helps the cause. Double play ends the ball game. Wyatt Miles sets, coming home at two balls and two strikes. Ground ball to the pitcher. The only play is to first base. A run will score. It was a slow rolling ball towards the first base side. Wyatt Miles had to come off the bag to field his position. He gets Oliver Taharski, but J.T. Gorski comes in from third base. It's 9-1. to one. So there'll be no, uh, no hitter, and there will be no shutout today. An RBI groundout by Oliver Taharski makes it 9-1. to one. Here's Wyatt Stahl, whose first ball swinging... Tips it back, strike one. All right, there are runners at second and third now. And the Evergreens looking for the final out. You know what? It feels a little anticlimactic, doesn't it? 
I mean, we, we were thinking that there'd be a no-hitter today. We were thinking that there'd be a shutout today. Both of those have gone by the wayside. Swing and a miss. Strike two. And the Lumberjacks are down to their final strike. And, and you know, the fact that we're going to have a little bit of disappointment in a 9-1 to win shows you just how good Nate Langbin pitched today. Nate Langbin was solid. He is going to be charged for the one run that came in from third base. He was responsible for that leadoff single. Here's a swing and a miss. Strike three, and the ball game is over. Wyatt Miles has struck out Wyatt Stahl, and the Evergreens are 9-1 to one winners for the first game of the season at Simon Field. Congratulations to Nate Langbin, who allowed just one hit, one run. He struck out 13 and walked one. Wyatt Miles came on and got the final two outs of the ballgame. We'll be back with a happy recap after a quick break on 93-9 the game. Welcome back to Simon Field. I'm Chris Conley. We're wrapping up today's podcast coverage. The Evergreens have beaten Wausau East, and the final score is 9-1. to one. Evergreens nine runs on ten hits today. The Evergreens left seven men on base. Wausau East did not get their first hit until the leadoff batter of the seventh inning. We started the seventh thinking that Nate Langbin would have a chance for a no-hitter. Langman would give up a leadoff single to J.T. Gorski, landed safely just behind second base to break up the no-no. One batter later, Eli Poggle would be hit by a pitch, and Nate Langman would be charged for the one run that was allowed today. It came in on a ground out in the infield by Oliver Taharski. Wyatt Miles works the final two outs, striking out one and walking one in relief. Nate Langman is the winning pitcher, 13 strikeouts, allowing just one hit against one walk. The losing pitcher was the Wausau East starter Lane Yedis, who allowed five runs, five hits. The Evergreens go to 2-0 on the season. Wausau East goes to 1-1. These teams will play again here at Simon Field on Thursday, 4.30, if you'd like to come out and see it, or hear the podcast at 93.9thegame.com, everythingevergreens.com, or wsau.com. Go to the podcast section. I'm Chris Conley. D.C. Everest defeats Wausau East 9-1. Good afternoon, everybody.